1: Let me just defend myself on something because a few people have uh, tweeted at me and DM'd me, and even a buddy of mine texted me saying, "I quote, I hope you enjoyed that paycheck from Peacock." Ted, the TV show I was raving about yesterday, and Sean was raving about, <laughs> sucks. <laughs> and I'm like, first of all, I can't. I promise you, I promise you, I was not paid a dime right. from Peacock. Or Seth MacFarlane or anybody to say a TV show is good. Peacock, you're, I literally think it's amazing, and I get excited to know I can go home and watch that show with my wife. Now you, you watched a little bit of it I during the show yesterday. Better. Yes, I did,
2: and I was laughing out loud for parts. Other parts it was just kind of like, eh. and then other parts it was it was good. It's now, funny, it's humorous. I, so you see what you like know. You're it, on you the know the fence. What the interesting thing is, what? it's not, not the it's not the bear, it's not Ted that I don't like. It's the kid. Oh, you don't like the kid? This yeah. Because his Boston accent. It bothers it's you. It's not the Boston accent. It's it, too much. It, no, it's it's almost like, well, here's the problem. <laughs> I know he's 24 years old.
1: Oh, so you don't like that he's and playing so, a 15-year-old? And so he's playing a 15-year-old.
2: That's old so, TV. Yeah, but this one, I know. right? Most of you don't know. In this case, I know. And so when I listen to him, I'm like, dude, you're ta- you're trying to sound like a 15-year-old, even though I know you're 24.
1: So I, I, I overthink it. Yeah, but you got to be careful. That's that, that, that check from Peacock's
2: going to
3: Peacock. come after
1: us. I don't
2: have a check of Peacock.
1: Did you like the show, Loogie? Because you got a dirty sense of humor.
3: I do, and I'm an episode and a half in some of the jokes I like. Some of them, I think, is cheap heat, low-hanging fruit. So <laughs> it's just like, how many times can you say the F word, and right. I'm going to laugh? Really? So I'm not ready to say it's horrible or good yet. I'm sort okay. of on the fence. All yeah,
2: right. that's the thing. It is a a lot of F-Wording. Uh, you know a lot, what? lot of, And it's
3: funny because it? it's a teddy bear saying it, so I get the humor part of it, but eh, I'm not there yet. Oh,
1: it's too many F-Words for you? Ooh. No, but Ooh, I just...
3: Ooh, you're sensitive. Nothing against Seth MacFarlane, but you could be a little more creative than just cursing every uh-huh. other word to be funny. All right.
1: So to the guys out there and gals out there that think we're getting paid by Peacock, there you go. Loogie just took a major deuce all over the show. <laughs> too much cursing. Peacock. Uh, Peacock. Speaking of entertainment, and we'll get back to your calls in a second, 877-337-6666. The... NFL announced who's doing the National Anthem and who is doing America the Beautiful yeah. for the Super Bowl. Reba McIntyre like is doing the National Anthem. And Post Malone, who I admit, I had to Google. It really? sounds familiar, but I really don't know Post Malone. Uh, I thought I thought like, well, Carl Malone is really good in the Post. Is like, that related? And I was wrong. A
2: couple of years ago, he was like really hot. And then he kind of tamped down. Lugie would know more about this because this is kind of in his space. Why is Post Malone uh, He's not EDM, but he's like. He's not EDM, but, but he's, he's like top forty. He's like a popular guy. Yeah. So, but I feel like he disappeared for a couple of years and just kind of maybe getting his life right. I have no. I, honestly, I don't know. Right, right, right. Because I was in an event. I think it was the Miami Super Bowl, and we went down for the for the week for the for a radio show Tiki and Tierney, and we ended up at this event. I've heard of that show. Right. Yeah, it's gone now. <laughs> we, we were down there, and. Uh, He was singing, and it was like he was
1: whacked out, man. It was Like, like, I almost couldn't enjoy him. Interesting. Because he was so out of it. Well, he's going to be doing America the Beautiful, which I will warn you, on the day of the Super Bowl and the day after the Super Bowl, I will probably come on the radio and utter something like, America the Beautiful is ten times better than our national anthem, and we should replace our national anthem with America the Beautiful. Mm. This is something I have said for 18 years. I still believe it. I believe strongly And I believe even more because I did some work earlier today. And you listened
2: to Ray Charles' rendition of America the Beautiful and you were moved to tears. I was. He always moves me to tears. There
1: you go. It reminded me that we should play a game, a game we whip out every once in a while. How much does Tiki (laughs) know about Tiki? (laughs) Who sang America the Beautiful at your Super Bowl? Ray Charles. Son of a bitch, you know. i was
2: standing it. right next to him. Why do you think I why why do you think I said that? Because <laughs> after that,
1: after that, everything went downhill. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, okay. So you got America the beautiful. And when you said Ray Charles, I thought you you know why I thought you said Ray Charles? Why? If you asked me right now, unprovoked. Who has sang the greatest rendition of America the Beautiful? It's Ray Charles. I would say Ray Charles. Right. So I didn't even connect it to the fact that it was at your Super Bowl, but since we're playing... No. How much does Tiki know about Tiki? Who sang the national anthem? I have no idea.
3: Oh, come on.
2: Uh, Kelly Clarkson. Are you serious? Was that right? No. Uh, who was that? I have no I idea. I don't even think
3: she was alive. Tiki. <laughs> was she? It's well, 2000. She well, didn't she. break out yet, though, did she? She did uh, not break
1: out yet. No, no. Luki is a thousand percent right. Not about her not being born yet, but... American Idol year one, if I'm not mistaken, was 2001, 2002. Okay, it was close. It was, no, you weren't. It
2: was like the year after. Maybe that's why I'm associating oh, hold with Hold on it. a second. Hold
1: on. <laughs> I, I got to register this. All right, so who was saying the national anthem? Because I don't know. I'm not done yet. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll give you the answer. Don't worry. You remembered Ray Charles? He we, was
2: literally on our sideline, and he was quite literally right, like right there next to me. And I was like, "This is the, this is unbelievable."
1: It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. I went back and listened to it today on YouTube because I needed. To, I don't remember. I'll be perfectly right. honest with you. I don't remember. I remember the Super Bowl. I'm not going to get into that because you don't want me to. <laughs> but I don't remember who sang the national anthem in "America the Beautiful." But Ray Charles was brilliant, and you remember that without right. skipping a beat. I give you another guess: Who sang the national anthem at your only Super Bowl you played in? You played in the mother bleeping Super Bowl. Who you're on the field? They're showing everybody crying. And I'll tell you what Kerry Collins did, a little obnoxious. Mm. I'm going to say.
2: <laughs> I don't have no idea. You don't know. Uh, it wasn't Whitney. It probably was. Was it Whitney? It's ruled out. Whitney. <laughs> How much does
1: Tiki
3: Not know about Tiki? I don't know. Who was it? The, do you know that, Luke, by chance? I don't, Your actually. You're a big giant fan, you don't remember? No, I don't remember. I never watch that stuff, though. I don't watch the halftime show hey. or who sings the national anthem because I'm too emotional about the game, mm. so it's hard to watch no, that I, I Listen, so I, says, tell me. I'm You're pacing during the halftime offense. shows. <laughs> I,
1: I respect that. I just, uh, let me just say this to Lugi. I have no idea what it's like being in a Super Bowl in which my team is in it, so I don't know what that would be. The people that sang the National Anthem mm-hmm. were... In sync. Backstreet Boys. Backstreets Back. All right. Uh, How did you get that? What made you say Backstreet Boys?
2: Because you said people. And as soon as you said people, I knew it was a group. And the only group that I could ever remember being present of was the Backstreet Boys.
1: So you remember hearing the Backstreet Boys sing the National
2: Anthem? Kind of. But you but just I... don't know it was the Super Bowl? I, yeah. Because it maybe it wasn't that good. I don't
1: know. Oh, I, I will tell you. And <laughs> I found this on YouTube. You have the audio because I was I was concerned that the audio is not that great, so it's kind of iffy. Yeah. So we can play, if you have it, we can play it a little bit. It is pound for pound, and I mean this with as much peace and love as I could find. It is one of the crappiest <laughs> renditions of the national anthem I've ever heard, and ugh. Ugh. Even listening to it again, I was like, oh, my God, they suck. <laughs> and I got no issue with the Backstreet Boys. Like, what, what the hell's my issue with them? It's not like I'm a huge fan, yeah. but some of their music is, like, classic. Backstreet's back. All right. Big Shot. Oh, that's somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> I get some of those, uh, uh, yeah, those pop songs those, confused. Those boy, those boy bands. Yeah. bands. confused. Insane.
3: See, this is that, right?
1: So it's okay for now, right? It's, like, so it's all
0: right. right.
1: Right oh, you already think it sucks? Well, I just heard a little something. Okay. Make it louder. Let's listen. I'm sorry.
0: Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we
1: conclusively.
0: Sports.
2: That clock at four. Doncic. The
0: step back three, you Music. You set my world on fire. Yeah, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Speed
1: it up, Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> I got a blowout to watch. Come on. What do we went to sleep in the first half? Does this even sound like the Backstreet Boys? No. <laughs> this is where it's about to get really bad. Just listen you. <laughs> So now, Tiki, that you got to hear this Uh, for the first time since being on the field, your thoughts. How bad was it? I think I blocked it out. (laughs) I I
2: swear to you, I think I blocked that out because it was so bad. And this was after hearing America the Beautiful. That's the problem. And so you hear America the Beautiful by Ray Charles, and it's just stunning. And then you hear that, you're just like, "Yeah." well.
3: There's also another major problem here. So during it, they are showing all these players. Not once did they cut away to Tiki. No, Not I know. once. I know. They showed some offensive linemen on the Ravens that I couldn't even recognize.
1: Yeah, they showed about, I counted this because I did watch this before oh. the show just to see, <clears throat> did they give Tiki a national anthem shot? No. They showed every, and Kerry Collins did this awkward, like, wink to the camera. <laughs> that was sort of lame. <laughs> and I almost want to look back and say, Kerry, you don't know what's about they to They showed happen, Kerry, bro.
3: Jason Seahorn, Strahan, and they didn't show Tiki. Yeah, no yeah. Tiki.
1: Well, Which is a good thing, because he was probably throwing up on the sideline. <laughs> that's true. That's probably why they didn't. Uh, that was, pound for pound, one of the worst national anthems I've ever heard. Yes, I would agree. I th- And I th- I don't
2: want to say they were lip-syncing it. Maybe they oh, lost it. Oh, come l- on. Because you saw that. You heard it, right? Where they lost it, and they came back, and it was just their voices without the music. You hear that,
1: right? Yeah, but I thought that was a plan. I, mm, that was like a, th- that's th- a bad <laughs> plan, dude. <laughs>
2: Uh, so, yes, I got half my questions right on what I know.
1: Yeah, thought. no, you, you did a 50-50 on that All one. Right. Thank I, you. I'm surprised. Like, I don't know if I'd remember that. If I'm standing on the field, maybe I'd be more likely to. But here's the truth. I've been to World Series games. I've been to Super Bowls. Uh-huh. I could not tell you who sang anything. I, I struggled to remember the halftime show, and I was there watching it. I think it was um, some really old band, like a bunch of
3: old guys who's really liked that it. That doesn't really narrow it down. You two is, are no, old. No,
1: it was I was. I didn't see the you Rolling two. Stones
3: are old. Yeah, Aerosmith. Yeah, I think it was Aral Aral Smith. Smith
1: Is old. I think I saw them at the Super Bowl. A lot uh, of old bands. Out well, there. I'll tell you the truth. I went to the two giant Super Bowls, not the one you lost, and the, the two that they won. I was there, and I, I can't even remember. I think
3: Madonna did one. Didn't Madonna do one? Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers was That one was of them the old guy the I was thinking of. Yes. Yeah. Tom Petty's very old. The Heartbreakers are old as well. And would you say for the other one, Madonna? Yeah, I thought Madonna. No, I don't think Madonna did that. <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> did she make a lot of public appearances after remember. the uh, the little slip? No, I don't. Uh, the slip that wasn't. Oh, that was her. Janet. Did Janet and no. JT do one? No, they don't. No the yeah. Super Bowl. That's what ja- I don't think
1: Janet Jackson's done
3: one since that. That's incident. my point. That's my point. You I'm thinking c- Madonna, but it was Janet.
1: You know what's crazy? So the Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake Super Bowl was two years, three years after right. your Super Bowl. That is one of those moments in sports and in life. I know where I was. Like, I remember where I was sitting, what I was thinking, and here's what's crazy. This was the year as DVR was being invented. That's right. So everybody went back and
2: watched it. Yes. Everybody paused it. I think. Probably the most paused event in the early stages of DVR. And this is the really really early stages. There's no doubt about it. Because
1: I remember I didn't even have DVR at the time, but my girlfriend's father did. And that's where I was watching the Super Bowl. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever that this guy was able to, what a douche, by the way, that he was able to pause it and rewind it. And man, I looked at that nipple 175. Times. It's funny, when it happened
2: in real time. I thought it was a pasty. I was like, well, "What's the big deal? She's just got a pasty on." It. <laughs>
1: and then you realize, "Oh wait, that's a that's a ring. It's like a a star." Yeah, I feel bad for her. By the way, she got she got completely host. Yeah, that's not her fault. No, definitely not. It's all Justin Timberlake's fault. And it was Stop. Madonna, by the it way. Was, it was it was planned. Yeah, it's Justin Timberlake's fault. I know, but it was planned. I put it more on him than I put it on her. Why? Because he's gotten away with it. You know what bothers me? He got away with it. Like, no one ever talks about it with him. Mm-hmm. He's had this great career. He's beautiful. He's mm-hmm. done this. He's done that. And it hasn't been a scarlet letter on him yet. Janet Jackson is a hell of a performer. Is if it you... a scarlet letter on Janet Jackson? Yes. 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 I haven't seen much of her. Yes. I mean, we but saw some of her, but I, I haven't seen a I don't know if that's since. because of that, though. I think one of the first things you think about when you hear Janet Jackson is that day and that moment. And you don't think about that with Justin Timberlake. I think it's unfair. I think it's sexist. Mm-hmm. I think it's disgusting. That's why I don't like Justin Taylor. Do you
3: guys know who's doing the halftime show this year? Remember uh, Taylor Swift turned it down again?
2: Uh no. No. Usher. Ush Usher. I did know that. You
1: excited about that? Yeah. I'm very excited songs. about that. Oh, wait, wait, he better,
2: wait. He better play his good songs, like his upbeat songs. Well, look at you. have heard demanding. Not the, not the love song. Nobody wants to hear love songs. Well, we don't need baby-making music. Exactly. <laughs>
1: got a lot of baby-making music
2: You make show. me
3: want to leave the one i I know,
1: exactly. But that, that's,
3: well, that's a classic. Right? I got one more. Yeah.
1: What does Tiggy know about Tiggy? You ready? Yeah, let's hear it. You ready? Uh-huh. Hold on. How much does Tiki know about Tiki? Halftime show of the Super Bowl you were I <laughs> remember you down 10 thing. game's not over, you're frustrated. I'm sure Jim Fossil was like, I don't How know, do you want to watch I this?" I know who was at the halftime show. I was in the locker room. That's why I'm asking.
2: <laughs> we don't listen to it?
1: Not for even a second? No. What have I told you? It's one of the most loaded halftime shows in American history. Loaded meaning multiple acts. So, it was deemed as like the the king of Pop and rock and something like that. Like, they had a lot of artists. It wasn't Dre and Snoop and no, no, no,
3: 50 no. Cent. And... No. That would be last year, too. <laughs> that, was, that was a year ago. I know. No. It was, yeah, 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 it was last, last, year. Was it last year. Yes. The one in L.A. That was the one last year, right?
2: You think you were in the Super Bowl last year? Maybe two year. years ago. My bad. I think it was two years ago. Uh, it definitely was two years year ago. Last year was
3: Rihanna because she came out right. there with that's the... that's right. Uh, it was
2: definitely two years ago because I was in Vegas for that one. With okay. the swimmers. We but, were at the club. It was awesome. But it wasn't the one that you were playing in. I don't remember who. who was right, it? I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. Aerosmith, Britney Spears. I said Aerosmith. No, you didn't. I did. And you when said you, a, when you asked me what, giant, what the Giants Super Bowl was, you said... <laughs>
1: I thought it was the 07, but it was actually mine. Did I not say Aerosmith? All right, we'll give you the win. Thank you. Aerosmith, Britney Spears, Nellie, Mary J. Blige, what? and that douche I don't like, In Sync, <laughs> Justin Timberlake, is <was> there. A <laughs> couple of years ahead of How time. How much does Tiki know uh... about Tiki? Let's go to Robin Queens. What's going on, Rob? Hey, what's
4: up, Evan? What's up, dude? Evan? Evan, I want, I want to let you know Marcus Stroman is going to have a bounce back here for the Yankees. 'Cause he always wanted to play for the Yankees. Word. And I wanna let you know
1: you're the man, but you have gotta stop wearing shorts. Right. Well, I appreciate I appreciate the advice, but I'm tougher. And that's the bottom line. Like cold doesn't scare me. When I go outside I did it again this morning, I had to take the garbage out. Okay, we had a lot of garbage. And I'm in my shorts. And I take my garbage out. And even when I took... I didn't do it when I took my sons to school. Then I put the pants on. Mm. But prior to that, I'm a big shorts guy. In fact, as I've told you about... Right. I always wear shorts under my jeans. Right. You have shorts on right now. I have shorts on right now. Underneath if I took, your jeans. If I took my pants off right now... All right.
2: You don't need to, but I know you got shorts <laughs> underneath your jeans. You don't have any interest in checking it out? Well, I mean, we're not on TV, so what's the point? <laughs>
3: And just to be clear, you don't wear any underoos, no tidy whities no boxer. You wear basketball shorts as underwear.
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Part of the reason is that when I get home, I just want to get it done. So I just take my pants off, and I'm ready to go.
3: But aren't underwear like a seatbelt? Don't you feel like you're a little bit too free-flowing with shorts like that? Don't you want to nah, have a little bit of a, a like, seatbelt
2: feel? I like my freedom. Mm. Boxers, I'm a big freedom guy. Boxers, briefs, or
1: boxer briefs? Neither. I literally just wear shorts. shorts yeah. Huh. That's how I roll. Gross. Let's go to Jason in New Jersey. <laughs> how are you, Jason? What up, Jason? Hey, what's up, guys? All's good. What's up? All right.
4: Moral question for Tiki. He played the game. What up? I gotta know I I gotta know something that's
1: killing me. I'm I'm a Jersey guy, but I'm a cowboy guy. Mm-hmm. Is Aaron Jones rushes for a touchdown? then you don't say to yourself as a defensive coordinator, hey, Micah, you got to go back to linebacker, man. I need you in linebacker <laughs> the whole game. No more rushing to quarterback. No right. more of this. We pay Dante Fowler to rush. We pay Armstrong to rush. Why doesn't he go to back to linebacker where you got gashed in regular season games and you're starting to get gashed in the playoffs? Yeah. Why I mean, is that adjustment got, not made? It, you, uh, you.
2: Jason, that is a great point, and I think it's because <laughs> – I mean, we were joking about Dan Quinn just not being prepared for what, what the plan was against him. So if you watch the game closely, they had an unbelievable plan for Micah Parsons. They, they ran split zone. So what is split zone? That means the running back's going one way, and somebody else, either a fullback or a pulling guard or a pulling tight end, are coming across him, right? So it's like split action in the backfield. And that split action uh, back or tackle or tight end was always cutting Michael Parsons, and they did it in pass game too. And so, Micah was always on the ground. Like, the entire game, all he's thinking about is stay off my knees. I got I to gotta get off the ground, and therefore he was ineffective. Mm. And so, the game plan was great. Jason's point is awesome, because if you want to, like, stop them from doing that, stand them over the ball, Man. right? Don't put them on the end of the line of scrimmage. Stand them over the ball and let them rush, rush through the A gaps or the B gaps. And so... The lack of adjustment for the Cowboys neutralized their best player. Yeah, it's, it was because,
1: it's because Dan Quinn was too busy texting with other general I managers mean, thinking about his next job. I mean, we're joking about that, but maybe. I mean, I'm serious. Like, you saw
2: it in the first, I don't know, three series. You knew what the plan was for Micah Parsons, and they neutralized them the entire game. He got—Jordan Love got almost zero I, pressure on him.
1: I don't no love— No sacks, zero pressure. I know there's no great answer for this, necessarily, but I don't love—I never have—the idea that coordinators who are preparing for a postseason game can also simultaneously interview for a job. Right. Because I respect that job opportunity. I don't respect, you know, leaving New York to go to Philadelphia. Right. But I do respect, hey, this guy wants to be a head coach. Mm-hmm. Totally. But it does take something away. Of course it does. Like, I just know the way the world is. Like, I prepare for this show every day. If all of a sudden I was preparing for another job, I'm taking time away from yes. preparing for this show yeah. to and do it, something
2: else. They've tried to fix this. Like, like, they've tried to really push the the hiring cycle back. But it's impossible. Because as a organization that's now out of the playoffs, you don't give a crap who wins the Super Bowl at this point. Right. Like, you need to get your team right. And so it's why you see a team like the Patriots immediately hire – um, Gerard, Mayo. Gerard Mayo. He's in house. They they did interv- in a, some cursory interviews with other people, but they basically hired Gerard May- Mayo like three days later. Yeah. The, and so and the, so it's it, like there's an urgency once the season's over
1: to get on to the next the, season. The only thing you could do, and I know teams would hate this, but I'm just giving you an idea because we all admit, hey, this, this is probably not ideal. Right? Is you got to freeze. You can't talk to anybody. Right. You but, can't but, interview but anybody. you know
2: that that's not going to happen.
1: Well, you know that. The,
2: so, you implement rules. But, on, if you talk but, to someone, you get fined. You I remember don't know. the guy who called yesterday and was like, we need a, we need a month break? Yes. In between the regular yeah, season yeah. And, the, and, the, and the postseason? This is the greatest idea. It is a great idea. Yeah. Very unrealistic and it's never going to happen. But that would solve this problem. Yeah. Right? You could go figure out who your head coach is going to be. And then that guy gets back to work and finishes this job out. That's true. Whatever postseason that's team true. he's got to deal with. That's the only way to do it.
1: That's a very good point. Let's go to Tony in Fort Lee. Hey, Tony.
4: Hey, Evan and Tiki. Uh, Tiki, I saw you this morning on What's, What's Her Face's show. You look good.
1: Oh, Drew Barrymore. Uh, oh, that was today? Yeah, Drew. Damn it, I yeah. did DVR it. All right, I Drew,
2: got Drew's yeah. the best.
4: No, it was, it was uh, TV gold. Hey, Evan, uh, I know you're walking around with shorts on and stuff like that. <laughs> Is it actually? Well, there's actually a scientific reason. So men, as we're younger, relatively younger, we have more fat around our vital organs. It's called brown fat. And the older we get, the more it dissipates. And men have more brown fat around their vital organs than women. Hence why women tend to be colder. And older people tend to move the book where it's on. Oh, my God. So as they get older, that fat reduces, hence why you're walking around like a hot shot. But as you get older, you're going to lose that fat.
1: You know what's crazy? though? That's you just that. described, Tony, me and my wife have a great relationship. Oh, that, like we, that explains a lot. <laughs> we never, ever fight, like very, very rarely. Sometimes we have disagreements, but never gets bad. The one issue that we have, and I'm certainly not alone on this, heating is I'm always hot yep. and she's always cold. She's yeah. a moron, too! <laughs> That's not fair. We said we would never play that clip ever again. I was upset about the Jets. And all my wife said is she was trying to be supportive, okay? So let's (laughs) eliminate that forever. She She doesn't know about that. Let that go away. Now we're about to have a fight tonight, okay? Thank you, Louie. I appreciate it. But she's always... Cold. Always cold. Yes. And I'm always hot. Right. And so that's our one huge disagreement. Like, the day I retire, or the day I can start doing this from somewhere that's not here, she's going to want to go to a warm weather climate, and I'm like, dude... Let's stay here, or <laughs> not, let's go to Vermont. Uh, I
2: like the seasons.
1: Yes, <laughs> I do like the seasons. So that's yeah. that is
2: universal, I think, because I, of what I, he
1: described. He described the scientific reason for it. We I, have more fat, I like not, saving ourselves. Brown fat, brown fat. Brown fat please. I did not
2: realize that either. I
1: mean, what do you say, not, brown fat, brown, brown. brown fat? It's
2: like to protect your vital organs.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm feel very protected. I do. By the way, we heard a caller uh, a few minutes ago talk, I guess it was trash, that Marcus Stroman's going to have a great year this year. Marcus Stroman is being introduced to all of us today. We will hear from Marcus Stroman probably in the next 15 or 20 minutes and hear what he has to say. But Giant fans, you already love Tiki Barber because he's one of the greatest players in your franchise's history. But what have I told you that there's another reason as a Giant fan, you owe Tiki Barber a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'll hear it coming up next, plus more of your calls at 877-337-6666. New York Giant fans, it has been a weird season for you. It obviously wasn't a good one. You only won six games, but you got the joy of both the Cowboys and the Eagles getting knocked out and getting embarrassed rather quickly. <laughs> you may credit the Eagles' collapse at the feet of Nick Sirianni, who we are still waiting to hear the fade on. You may decide to rip Howie Roseman. You may find Eagle reasons for why it all went sour. But ladies and gentlemen, we're about to play you audio that the reason the Philadelphia Eagles went sour is Tiki Barber and this cutting-edge promo that was on this radio station a few weeks ago. It's a BFD. The Giants are
2: not going to the playoffs this year, but it's still a big freaking deal to beat the Eagles. Getting into their heads, making them one and done in the playoffs, and making sure Eagles fans are absolutely miserable. The Eagles wow. and Giants at MetLife. So, you did it! That's what I'm talking about! You were right! Thank oh. you, Giants fans, for listening to my WFN promo. Thank you, Zach. BFD. Zach
1: Martin, who put that promo together. Brilliant job. Great job on the acting by Tiki. But you were right. It was a BFD. You put the seed in their head. And you are the reason. And the Giants, of course. And we
2: went out and stomped them. Last game of the regular season. That's right. Sent them into the postseason limping. And that reminds me. I mean, literally, because A.J. Brown
1: didn't play. I know. (laughs) I mean, you certainly did. That reminds me. When we were talking about Giants-Eagles a few short weeks ago and we were discussing the importance of the game or the lack of importance of this game and draft picks and all that fun stuff, one of the arguments that you and I had together as a team, as a tag team, against evil giant fans like Sean was, hey, this could kind of send the Eagles on the downward spiral. You beat them on Sunday, what happens that first week of the postseason? Like, Forget about if it matters in the standings or not, you can really damage them. And Sean and other Giant fans denied it and said, "No, nah, nah. not gonna happen. They're not gonna play anybody. Just lose, tank." That's right. But guess what? It That's was not a- how you sound, but <laughs> yeah, you got to go higher, higher pitch. Just lose, tank. We suck at this. We suck at this. <laughs> but it was a BFD. So Sean, I do this all the time. It's okay to do it. You admit when you're wrong. I've done it many, many times. Uh, I-, I actually have counted 277 times. <laughs> The microphone is yours to apologize to Giant fans and apologize to Tiki and I that it was a BFD. Go ahead. No, I think
3: for this it brings up, is this a DYDM? What? Do you do meth? <laughs> because this had was nothing. math or meth? Meth. Because this had <laughs> nothing to do with the fact that the Eagles got eliminated. In fact, we saw the only game the Eagles could win down the stretch was versus the New York Giants. The Giants lost one position in draft stock. The Eagles were eliminated anyway, and as we've come to find out, that giant locker room, or at least the coaching staff, might have had some BFD dysfunction, big <laughs> big freaking deal dysfunction, because Wink's out now, too. So, no, I don't think it contributed to the Eagle loss. Mm.
1: He still won't take his L. I know.
3: You no. guys should take the L and show the Eagles stunk anyway, and the Giants no, had no, problems. No, we anyway. got the W. What are you, Jameis Winston?
2: (laughs) (laughs) We got the
1: W. We got the W, man. And the W (laughs) potentially led to the demise of the Eagles. They were already collapsing. You didn't want to give them hope. You didn't want to give them life. And the Giants kicking that ass a couple of weeks ago. And I'm glad we were able to replay that promo. Because sometimes with promos, you hear it. You're like, oh, that sucks. Or that's funny. Or that's great. And then you forget about it. Yesterday's news. Yesterday's news is the reality.
2: Yeah, Philadelphia Eagles this weekend against the Tampa Buccaneers. Buccaneers, that's, that's right. Muckineers. They're the Buccaneers to us. They mucked it up for the
1: Philadelphia
2: <laughs> <laughs> Eagles. They
1: mucked it all up for those bastards in Philly. <laughs> and meanwhile, we still don't know what's going to happen with Nick Sirianni. The latest update on that is that Nick Sirianni and Howie Roseman got together. And they organized a game plan. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to go after Wink. We're going to go do this. We're going to go do that. So if they did that, just aside before you finish what they're going to do, yeah. if they did
2: that, that means that Howie is, a, is in Sirianni's corner. Correct? I, I would think so, yeah. Right. I would take it that like, way. If they're getting together to put together a game plan, then they must be on the same Unless
1: day. he's a backstabbing
2: D.I., <laughs> you know. <laughs> Unless he's a bad guy. Right.
1: But the owner, Jeffrey Lurie, went on vacation. He went to St. Martin. Is that where he went?
3: Yeah, St. Martin. St. <laughs>
1: Martin. So... He didn't even meet with the owner. He met with Howie Roseman to say, okay, we're going to put this together to sell to Howie. Mm -hmm. And so the next week when Howie comes back all tanned and relaxed, Nick Sirianni goes into the office and says, okay, here's our plan. We're going to do this, this, and this. There's a chance Jeffrey Lurie's going to say, get the hell out of my office. You're fired. Yeah. I hate your plan. And that puts you behind the eight ball because what if Bill, Bill Belichick that is, we're on a first name basis, (laughs) signs with Atlanta and becomes their head coach and you never put yourself in a position to hire him. So... I think the Eagles are a mess, and I think it's funny. Right, it is a little bit of a mess because you're
2: right. The teams that are that want these um, let's let's call them high profile, the star uh, head coaches that are available, Bill Belichick and and Jim Harbaugh. Those meetings are happening now. Yeah, right. Those, like Jim's are or Bill's already on a second Atlanta Hawks meeting. Right. Jim Harbaugh has met with at least two teams, maybe maybe even more of in these availabilities. So. If you haven't even fired your coach yet, think how far behind you are. If you're going to hire somebody else, all
1: because this guy needs to go on vacation—that's well, right.
2: embarrassing. To me, and to me, that tells me that that Sirianni's likely to survive this. Well, he better but, because if he doesn't, they, they look like horses' asses, don't they? Right. I mean, we we saw this. We've seen this a couple of times. One was intentional. Actually, they both happened with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, one what, of them happened with the Eagles with Doug Peterson, where they waited. Right, yeah, but that was that was eight, yes, that was eight days. It was a week and a, yeah. and, a and a day. Yep. Um, and I can't remember what their search process was were, was like, but I remember when they hired Sirianna, we were all like, "Oh, really? Yeah, this guy." He was surprised. Remember, right. he, was he was on
1: vacation. He's like, "I didn't even
2: have clothes. I never right. thought anybody was going to
1: interview me." Yeah, it coach. was it was bizarre. That's like a felt when he got a chance to drop. Right. drops. Like what? So yeah.
2: and we really? saw the Buccaneers do this, but it was intentional because Bruce Arians retired late. but right. was I think he retired in March, uh, and then they gave the job to Todd Bowles, which is looking like it's paying off there in the divisional round. But also when John Gruden was fired by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and that was late. It was I want to say it was early February, and then they hired Raheem Morris, who yep. at the time was like 32 years old or 33 years old. Yeah, yeah. Won a couple for a couple seasons, but then he just fell apart and hasn't gotten another chance yet. So. It doesn't always lead to great things when you don't make the decision quickly.
1: Yeah, I think you need to be more definitive. Right. Because I think you lose out on opportunities. We are going to hear from Marcus Stroman in the next five minutes, but let's go to Julian in Ramsey, New Jersey. Good afternoon, Julian. What's up?
4: What's going on, boys? A uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. I got two things, I uh, just quick things I want to say. Evan, I'm so happy to hear about the shorts thing. I've been doing the same thing since middle school, probably. Since fourth grade. All my buddies call me delusional. I'm glad I'm not the only delusional one in the world
2: here. No, I'm, comfortable. You're comfortable. I'm, glad,
1: I'm glad, Julian, that you can say, you know what, that schmuck on the radio is just like me. And if that makes you feel better, it makes me feel better knowing that Julian and Ramsey, New Jersey, is like me. Uh, we can be kind of pathetic together. So it's good to hear, man. <laughs>
4: That's what's up. That's what's up. And second quick thing, I'd say I'm a younger Giants fan than the general population, man. It is deflating every year i feel like it's the same stuff every two years going through new coaches new resetting the whole thing resetting the system i'm blessed i was able to see those two championships back in 11 but ever since then i have not been having fun i like dable i think they should keep him a little bit and reset with a new quarterback i don't like dj saquon's gotta go I just want to hear what
2: you guys think about that. Yeah. For well, I mean, both. we've been we've been talking about this a little bit ever since the season ended. God, it's been like three weeks since it feels like the Giants' season was over. I don't. Dave's isn't going anywhere, and we knew that it was a three-year plan. And I think Shane has lobbied for a four-year uh, deal. Yes, right. Oh and, yeah, yeah, and and a and a lot of it is around the quarterback. He's going to bring in a quarterback. We've talked about that multiple times, but the question is who, right? Who is, or, or not even who specifically, because that would be you know. Shooting fish in a barrel, but what type of player, right? Is it the veteran free agent? Is it are you drafting a guy, or you 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 you're trying to you know rehabilitate what you have? Meaning Daniel Jones and Tommy DeVito, bring back Tyrod Taylor what direction they go at quarterback is the question mark. The qu- it, but we know that they're going that direction. Oh, no doubt. It's, they have to.
1: In this town, and Brian Dables made it to this well, place, in this town, we all kind of make our decisions on coaches and managers like Yankee fans. And we're going to about talk about the Yankees in a couple minutes. You know if you like Aaron Boone or not. You've already settled. Mm-hmm. He's a good manager. He's a crappy manager. He's a data applicator, as Sal likes to say. is what he is. You have made your views on Aaron Boone. He's been around long enough where you know. Jet fans, for the most part, We've all made our decisions on Robert Sala. Brian Dayball, after one really good season Mm -hmm. and one crappy season, could have been worse. It ended
2: with some turmoil and some chaos. Sure. Backstabbing, and he said, he said. (laughs) Yes. I'm going to leak, and then
1: you're going to leak, and then whatever. (laughs) Yes. Brian Dayball has entered that period of time where you as Giant fans, you don't know. You don't know. I know after last year, you thought you knew. You wanted to know. And
2: I'd rather be in that spot. No, well, you ra- don't know. I'd rather as a as a coach, not not from a fan standpoint. From right, a right. coach, if I'm the coach, mm-hmm. I'd rather be in that spot. Let me prove it still to you. Yeah, yeah. as opposed to, I have to overcome like Robert do- Sala does. Yes, I have to overcome your
1: prejudice against me. I totally agree, and I think that's where Robert Sala is. Robert Siles in a spot where he's got to prove to a lot of Jet fans he is capable of being an NFL head coach. Mm-hmm. Right now amongst Giant fans, there are some that are more optimistic about Day Bowl than others. I assume Sean, just based on talking to you over the last few weeks, you're probably on the more I believe he's the guy category. Yeah, I think he's a top five coach. In top five coach. I'm really am ready to go that far. Jesus. In talking to Lugie, who's also a Giant fan, I've gotten the opposite impression. Mm-hmm. Where he's not firing him, but eh, I don't think he believes he's a top five coach yet. But year three is when we find out a hell of a lot more. And this offseason, in which he is coming back, so he's doing something that no one's done since Tom Coughlin, and that's get to come back for a third season. That's crazy. (laughs) Think about that. That is amazing. (laughs) Ben McAdoo, Pat Shermer, Joe Judge. like Here's a guy coming back for a third season. But we're about to find out a lot more about him because – We don't know. Mm -hmm. And after one good year, the reason I was skeptical was nothing that he did. The reason I said to you back in August, "Eh, I don't know about him yet, is unfortunately because of my past experience of seeing head coaches do really well in year one Mm -hmm. and then realizing in year two and three, holy crap, they're not any good. I mean, I've got a ton of examples of them simply as a Jet fan, and that wasn't me trying to hope this onto you. It was more me as a cautionary tale of, hey, sometimes you don't know after one good year. I think it's hard also when you're a,
2: when you're a new head coach because you're not young when you're a new head coach and you find success and then you have failure right which what 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 lesson should i take from both of those seasons like what can i take from year one what can I take from year two and what and now how do I go forward for year three i think the benefit for Dave's is that some of this i'll, I'll call it nonsense because i think it really is this he said he said stuff in the mm-hmm. newspapers and the uh, you know, Dave screams, and but no, this is actually how it ha- happened. Type of thing. It allows Dave's to now say, "I'm doing things my way, and that's the only way." Yes, All right. It's not like, "Hey, we're gonna have this collaborative. I'll take your input. You get your input." It's like, no, we are not gonna have this BS leaking around our team. It's kind of what, what what Aaron Rodgers said about the Jets, but he's not saying it the same way. I think I think uh, Brian Dable now has the authority. To exercise his control over this team, and he should, and he needs to, absolutely. Because it gets, when he doesn't, it, it gets out of hand. And also, when you, when you let things just kind of fester, and these little, you know, you know, sub maybe little antagonistic ideas hang around, ultimately they become cancers, and you can't, you can't have that.
1: Well, and also, if you fail here, if it doesn't work here, you don't want it to be because you failed, not yeah. because other people failed. Right? You want it to be because hey, my ass was in the jackpot, as the great Terry Collins once said. See, I called him great. I never thought Terry Collins was great, but time heals all wounds. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? The great Terry Collins. Mm -hmm. That feels awkward. (laughs) Can we go back and delete that? The okay Terry Collins used to say, your ass is in the jackpot. Like, you want to go down with yourself being the one in controls, as opposed to somebody you hired kind of sabotaging it, if you will. And that's what it felt like. Yes. Chris is in Monroe. Hey, Chris. Hey, thanks for
3: taking the call.
1: No problem. What's up, dude?
3: So uh, I just wanna kinda of talk about my opinion on uh Dable and just kinda the first year we had an easy schedule and I think they did great with it. But the only reason I think that uh you can really keep around is that three or four game stretch where they started to get the the wins from uh from DeVito.
2: Yeah. And okay. they didn't quit. I mean
3: uh, and they didn't quit. Exactly, exactly. And no uh, before that I would have said maybe he's on his way out, but the fact that he was able to rally the team and the fans around him, I think that buys him another year. Um, we'll see if it's the right choice, but uh, I think he, I think it's worth it.
1: But you know what? He's probably going to get a fourth year because imagine this: if the Giants, and of course, we'll spend a lot more time on this as the weeks go by, if mm-hmm. they draft a quarterback, yeah, it, that resets.
0: That resets it. it. He's not does. gone after
2: one year. It always does.
1: Yeah, especially
2: when you have like somewhat, and again, it's it's a one man sample of of Josh Allen. But when you have a reputation of being someone that can develop and fix a quarterback into an MVP candidate, then you're going to get time if you draft a quarterback to try to do that to that quarterback, right? It doesn't make sense to Joe Shane and Brian Dable draft whoever in the first round or in the second round, whatever it is, and then fire him the next year. It doesn't make any sense because you've, you, you brought him here to fix your quarterback. Obstensibly that was Daniel Jones. But if you're moving on from Daniel Jones and he drafts somebody else, then it, you got to give him time to fix that guy. You, you know, know I mean? Mean? No, I agree. So, it's, yeah, if they draft a quarterback, which is probably a self preservation, a great self preservation move, they draft a quarterback. They're at least here for
1: two more years. Mm. At least. More on drafting a quarterback, more on the Giants and the NFLs. We talk to you at 877 337 6666. But when we come back, we have heard from Marcus Stroman. We'll take a listen to what the newest Yankee had to say. And also, what's next for the Yankees?
0: Is their offseason really done? Evan and Tiki on the fan.